everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to chat with us directly on Discord as we record... Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you uh, if you can't do that, you can still post to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, we'll, uh, we'll be talking about, well, it's leading up to Halloween, so I've, I thought it was appropriate to, to have some ghost stories. Yay! Ooh, kind of. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. Boo! <laughs> kind of yay? <laughs> it, it, it starts with a ghost story, and then it, it you know. Anyway, we'll get there. We'll get All there. All right. Did he say boo Ernst? <laughs> <laughs> I was so, saying boo Ernst. <laughs> I wanted to start off with, uh, as we usually do, with some follow-ups. Hey, you wait a minute. I got an announcement. Oh, right. You already, you already forgot about it? <laughs> well, I just assumed you were going to interrupt me, so oh, you we're here. Done and done. Right. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of connected to the show, and I wanted to make the three of you feel... A lot older than we already uh, probably feel. <laughs> but this week, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. the Prodigal Sons podcast debuted. Wow. Wow. Can you believe that, Ian? I can't believe it's been a decade it has since been... you pitched that idea. Yep. So actually, I must have pitched the idea almost like 10 and a half years ago. <laughs> yeah. And the reason I bring it up on this show, because really, like, I feel like because of Prodigal Sons, which, for, for those of you who don't know, was a podcast that I did with Ian and two other people that who will not be mentioned on this show, because who knows what they're up to. <laughs> um, but which kind of led to the war- Puzzle Warriors, which kind of led to this. That's yeah, true. Right? And um, kind of spiderwebbed out into a network, even though Joe was already there. Right. There is someone who was doing podcast, But please, really, it was me that drew everybody in. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so it has been 10 years, and... Um, but I did get some good stuff out of it. I, I get to talk to one friend once a week and make two new friends. I met Ray and Karen, obviously, mm-hmm. through this process, even though I've never met Karen in real life, nope. uh, which my girlfriend was shocked at. Um, <laughs> and I get to spend every day with Brian, which is just driving me fucking nuts. But <laughs> That's fair. Can but we anyway, call t- it in person? I'd like to believe that this is real life. Yeah. Just not face to face. I'm sorry, physically. Yeah. I have not met her yeah. physically. Right. I agree. Anyway, wow. I just wanted to anyway, throw that out there for everybody. 10th um, anniversary. I didn't see that coming. 10th anniversary, roughly around this week. I can always equate it by when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. first had their first episode. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Um, unfortunately, people, there's no place to listen for this shit anymore. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has it somewhere. Uh, I think Grinch has some of them maybe downloaded, but the website is gone. Oh, okay. that's unfortunate. So this is this is true. I mean, I found out that Ian was doing a podcast, started listening to it while listening to it, learned how you guys did it a little bit. And then when we were discussing uh, uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest, uh, we're like, mm-hmm. you know, we should do a podcast. And I'm like, you know, I hear that I might be able to set that up. And so I started looking into it. And then like a couple of weeks later, we were off and running. And then, yeah, it was after that that I'm like, how about we do a podcast that's a little bit more serious? <laughs> I do yeah. want to back up. I do want to back up a little bit though, because I want oh. to sh- a shout out for the women, because all of the wives, 
every time we got together, all you people talked about was Marvel Puzzle Quest. And we're like, would you shut up about that game, please? <laughs> and you came up with a solution that made us all happy. Yep. Once a week, we'd get together and discuss it. And that way, when we actually got together, we wouldn't have to discuss it. Yeah. It worked I'll, out I'll never forget on Prodigal Sons when Ian told me that he was starting another podcast with two other guys about Marvel Puzzle Quest. And then I secretly said to the other guys on the show, I go, that's the stupidest fucking idea I ever heard. <laughs> and then it blew up into like the biggest thing ever. So I was like, well, who's eating their words now? <laughs> oh, Mr. Joshua, we do play and we have a uh, an alliance actually in Marvel Puzzle Quest called the MPQ Widows, I believe yes. it is. <laughs> so we do play. Well, at least I still play. I, don't, I think the other two dropped off. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That game does not sustain the attention. I'm putting it out there right now. I still want to do another podcast about Star Trek. So if there's anybody out there who wants to talk Star Trek, I don't even give a shit if one person listens to this. <laughs> I just want a chance to talk about Star Trek for an hour <laughs> on any subject. So putting it out there. Hit us up on our web zone. Where we're <laughs> podcast Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek podcast needed. All right, now I'm going to jump into the follow-ups. Do it, Doug. So uh, we talked about humanist marriages in Northern Ireland. Um, This was five years ago. And there is now an article on the humanist.uk talking about five... Five years of humanist marriages and uh, and what's come of it. It's it's an interesting read. Um, it's all about equality and and it gives some different examples of the humanist marriages that have happened. But it's 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 going strong and it's it's doing fine. Strangely enough, society did not collapse in Northern <laughs> Ireland after humanist <laughs> marriages were legalized. Nobody married a dog after that. Weird, but no. Hmm. As it turns out, it allows people to marry who they love. How they want Mm. to. (laughs) Yeah. But, Ray, what if I don't think they should love that person? (laughs) Right. Has anybody thought about me in that equation (laughs) of these two people? I mean, you know, that's pretty rude, because I made up an imaginary person who tells me that they shouldn't be married. Right, exactly. Not humanist, but I'm talking about gay people. (laughs) (laughs) I hate gay people. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Don't not isolate that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take that out of context. Put it on the soundboard. <laughs> That's it going out to you, Scrooge. <laughs> uh, the next follow-up I have, Aaron Rodgers and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. It's it's ongoing. Well, at least on the Aaron Rodgers side. It's not so much on the on the Travis Kelsey side, but Aaron Rodgers has now challenged Travis to a debate. What? Yeah. Uh, now, this is probably not going to happen. No. But, uh, yeah, Rogers just isn't letting it go. I think he's he's on the bench and he still wants to do the, uh, he still wants to be in the news. So, yeah, congratulations. He wants a little, he wants a, yeah. He sees, he sees Kelsey's star shining bright and needs a little slice for himself. It's like, Yeah, I mean, Achilles. Kelsey's response should be like, dude, I'm busy. I'm still playing football and look who I'm dating. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> And besides, it's a sucker's bet anyway. It's not a debate. It's just a. It, it's just some idiot yelling at you. Right. Yeah. It just yeah. It, it would just give him and RFK Junior an opportunity to showcase their nonsense. Right. They exactly. both know they're lying. It doesn't yes. matter. Well, well I don't, I don't really know if Aaron Rodgers does. 
JFK I'm Jr. Really Aaron Rodgers a hundred percent knows he's lying. Yeah. Oh, really? Again, I we I think we talked about this a little bit last week. The man is thirty nine years old, and his Achilles snapped in half. Yeah. I can tell you for certain. Mm. He didn't heal his Achilles tendon by tuning his crystals, by eating ayahuasca, by sitting in a dark, silent room for 24 straight hours. He got the most cutting edge medical procedures possible because he believes in medicine. He believes that all of this is legitimate. He is lying for attention because he is a whore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but this wait 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 but, but this all boils down to the vax shit right this is what this is all about yes yes yeah. okay and there was an issue with him not not Correct. being vaxxed is it possible that he's not equating these two things as far oh. as you say like 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 he he has somehow distanced vaccines from medical care in his brain right he's well he's saying like well, there's a complete difference between me getting my what did he get ripped his ACL? Is that what you said? Uh, I think it was his. I thought I thought he tore his Achilles, but he whatever it may be the an fuck, ACL whatever. He, yes, yeah. he has a severe leg like injury. Right, whatever it was, and then he. But on the other hand, he's like, but that's not vaccines are made by corporations with chips in them and fucking like I don't know because I feel like maybe this ain't helping his case. <laughs> like, well, I don't know what his case is though. I mean, I, he's not trying to change people's minds, I don't think. He's just getting his face no. in the spotlight. That's yes, it. he is a man at the end of his career yeah. that's trying to grab a little bit more before he has to retire. And his yeah, best but- shot at doing that is taking the person who's on top and saying, prop me up for a little while longer. Mm. I'm getting old. I'm on the downslide of my career. I-, I can't have more than a year left if I can even recover from this injury. So yeah, I mean he's got to stay relevant so that he can. I mean he's a he's a rich, he's not a dummy. Well, he's also he's a probably a weirdo, to... but he knows yeah. how to market himself appropriately. Well, that's what I'm. This is what I'm wondering: is like, isn't the goal to get like okay, gracefully leave and then get your cushy job commentating on a on games or whatever? If you were that fucking good, or right, something. he's segueing into something else, but I don't know what the something else could possibly I don't be. He said he looks like he's segueing into a show on Glenn Beck's channel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, or he could do his own. Like, I bet if he were to, you know, retire and start up doing something like the he makes a lot of guest appearances on something called the Pat McAfee show, which was a podcast that he managed to parlay into a, you know, a a full show on ESPN where he interviews uh, other uh, athletes. I mean, Aaron Rodgers did a great week on Jeopardy as the host. He is Hmm. charismatic and personable and fun to listen to. In this particular so, okay, so, instance, he's okay, I was completely wonder, wrong. Yeah, I was mm. going to wonder, is this, is this a Shaq-type situation where, like, not the greatest talker in the world? No. But no, you're saying he can talk. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I, I He was one of the three people I'd hoped would have... Obviously, he's got something more lucrative lined up, but had he been fully retired, I, him or LeVar Burton or, mm. like, one other dude, I was like, yes, either of those three would be better than Mayim Bialik. Well, yet, in that case, then I say he's a believer, and he's probably thinking to himself, I don't think Russell Brandt's got long, but I'm going to slip right into that slot. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about um, uh, going into politics? If he's well-spoken. Oh, now, yeah, there you go, Karen. Yeah. That could be a thing. Yes. I mean, wh- like a high-functioning Herschel Walker? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, where's he from? Is he from Florida? That would be perfect. Uh, Sorry. I don't know high where High-functioning Herschel Walker really got me. <laughs> nice. 
I don't know where he is personally from. Mm. He has spent the last, I think, 20 years of his career living in Green Bay, Wisconsin and playing for the Green Bay Packers. But I assume he has relocated to New Jersey now that he plays for the Jets. Or bought a second home there. Well, Grinch is saying he's from Chico, California. Okay. He'll move back to Cali. Yeah. Also, it doesn't matter. He can take take McCarthy's job when McCarthy retires. He can take Feinstein's seat. I don't care. Go nuts, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he played football. He's clearly qualified for the job. Exactly. (laughs) If only we could guarantee that he leaves his anti-vax views behind. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely not. That will be his main platform. Yeah. Right. And he will become a second Thomas Tuberville. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys ever wake up in the middle of the night and shudder a little bit and think about how close Herschel Walker lost by <laughs> what, what, being was a becoming a senator? <laughs> yeah, a senator. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That is that is I, when I reflect on him. That is a really terrifying prospect. Like it's but, fun I mean, to laugh was just about, like, but it wasn't a blowout. No, yeah. he he. But he was just like he's horrifying in like a reckless, untethered wrecking ball kind of way. Like, because there's other people that are just genuinely evil and sinister that are terrifying in a different way. Like, right, right. Like, like if Carrie Lake were to become a senator, that's oh, really scary. Oh, boy. <laughs> but it's not, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or Jim like Jordan would, becoming speaker. That would of the be house. worse because, are, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> as far as supervillains go, Herschel Walker is like the smash everything Solomon Grundy type villain, whereas Carrie Lake is more of a, a uh, thinking man's leader, a or <laughs> yeah, like like a Lex Luthor type, but not that yeah. caliber. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I don't. Herschel Walker being used. Also, I mean, like, and I know we've probably said this before, but when like, wait, with these Republican voters, it really does not matter. Not at what all. You, what you say or do, no. not as at long all. as you're on their team. Yep. With with the abortions that guy did, and the guns, and the and the recklessness, and they're like, nope, we're gonna make this a narrow victory. Yep. For, yeah, uh, we can we can justify all of those things. Well, they could they could just tell him how to vote, and he would obediently vote the way they told him to. So he was fine, whatever. No, I'm talking about the people who voted for him, not the oh, people, not, yeah. not not when he was sandwiched between Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's just you know he's got an R in voting for him. That's all that was. Yeah, that's madness. Yeah, mm. but before we get into the politics, I had one more follow up. Mm. Yes. Just real quick, Salman Rushdie uh, has a memoir coming out about the attack that left him blind in his right eye and uh, damaged his hand. It is going to be called Knife Meditations After an Attempted Murder. I mean, no mincing words on that title. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, I was stabbed in the eye, the memoir. Yeah. <laughs> it is specifically a memoir about the attack. Hmm. So that should be interesting. Uh, it's due to be a 256-page uh, memoir. So, just is give that it a, a quick recent look. picture of him? No, I was gonna say, is he rocking an eye patch or anything? Yes, he is. Cool. Uh, last I saw, he he still had the eye patch. Yes, and as far as I know, it's I think that's kind of a permanent thing. But um, so anyway, I just wanted to say I don't think it's coming out till next year, but April. it was announced. Yeah. So just wanted to throw a little plug in there because I think it'll be a good read. Yeah, I might actually read that. Hmm. Um, then on to a couple of politics. I only have a couple things, and they're both about the Speaker of the House. I did want to mention <laughs> uh, Steve Scalise and the fact that he didn't even make it to a vote. Nope. Gave He's up. like, yay, they picked me. I'm out. 
<laughs> you know what, man? What a what a week for me in regards to this because when I had heard that it was down to Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan, I was like, oh my god, these both fucking suck. And then they're like, it looks like Scalise is going to be in the lead. And I was like, okay, I think I've made my peace with him in the sense that I'm like, I will take the guy who cons- who called himself David Duke without the baggage, right? Right. As opposed to Jim Jordan, who is a full-blown fucking believer mm. in what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Wait, is that is that the, the Jim Jordan that was complicit in all those Ohio State wrestlers getting sexually abused, Jim Jordan? Yes. That oh, particular, all right. I just wanted the to one check. Who, Thanks for reminding the me. The one who called the wrestler crying and begged him not to tell the story. I don't know if you heard that. No. Uh, I, that. I did just now, yeah. and I believe you. Yeah, they have the guy. He's at some hearing or something like that. He's like, Jim Jordan legitimately called me crying and begged me not to bring this story up. <laughs> so fuck that guy. And also, I heard he's just frightfully a, a true believer in all this insane bullshit. Well, um, I mean. So, absolutely. He was a full-blown insurrectionist and helped to to lead the effort on January 6th. He should definitely be third in line for presidency. <laughs> right. But that could, but that could be also chalked up to. I'm just trying to take advantage of a situation. I'm trying to make myself prop up better. But no, it's worse than that. He actually believes. So I said, fine, let it be Steve Scalise. I will deal with this. And then all of a sudden, Donald Trump's like, no, I want Jim Jordan. Then they all fucking folded. Got it. (laughs) Got it. God damn it. (laughs) But then the next thing. Uh, Jim Jordan falls short of the House speakership. He uh, the last I saw, there were 15 votes um, of Republican votes. Uh, that were for I don't know Scalise or whatever other. other and there people. was six. There was six for Kevin McCarthy. It was a. It, it, have they held a second one yet? No. Okay. Yeah. So the first one he lost by twenty votes. Yes. In the end, it and was. It, 20 was votes. It, it was a mix of like McCarthy, Scalise, and all the rest were others. Not like not like present others, but you know they were like, hey, this guy from Minnesota or this guy from you know here and uh, so yeah. But yes, a majority of the votes were for either former Speaker McCarthy or Steve Scalise. And I heard that two of the Republicans didn't even vote. Like, they were in the room, but refused to vote. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I did not hear that. But Hmm. I just think it's funny that Jim Jordan was like, I got this. And Hakeem Jeffries still got more votes than him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's because every... Democrat is like, I'm not voting for anybody but Hakeem Jeffries. There's no reason to. Every time they do this, it is like the Republicans are buying ads on TV and saying, please vote Democrat. (laughs) Like we have, we can't even manage this. This has to let you know that we have no plans for governing. We have no plans for leading. We have no plan. We can't even exist. (laughs) Yeah. We can't even exist. Yet, Ian, yet, Ian, I will see talking heads on CNN blaming this on the Democrats. What? 100% it's Biden's fault. <laughs> if the Democrats would stop playing games and just get their shit together, yeah. <laughs> there'd be a speaker. In this re- time of terrorism and war, how can the Democrats vote for Jeffries? Right. Well, and I mean, I can't even, it's not just them. If it, if Biden hadn't screwed up inflation and the border so badly, we wouldn't be in this situation at all. <laughs> We'd have a speaker because of yeah, that. Hundred percent. Oh, yes, I hadn't seen that one, but that does not matter what reality is. The scariest Just... part of the Jim Jordan vote to me is that nearly, if not two hundred, 
Republican people in the House voted for mm. Jim Jordan. Mm -hmm. I saw that as a reasonable action. Yeah, they that's, had to. That's ho holy scary. That's yeah, wow. right. Did they any are beholden to their voters, and their voters have picked a man, a game show host, mm. who, and he comes out because remember behind closed doors when there was when there when there were, when the votes were uh, hidden, mm -hmm. they voted for Scalise. Right. right. Then when they were public, they're like, ah, shit. <laughs> right. And these are the ones that are like deeply in red districts that can be fucking primaried out because all the guy has to go is this dude voted for Steve Scalise when the glorious leader said vote for Jim Jordan. The, the eight holdouts are the ones that are in purple districts, apparently, that are like or or Biden won states. Where right. you're like, oh, Jesus, you know. <laughs> I think this all comes down to the fact that we know the Republicans cheat with the gerrymandering and with the, the lies. So they they can't win otherwise. So you have to keep that base. You have to do what the Republicans said. Because if you move away from the Republican Party, you don't get any of the support of the, the lying and the gerrymandering yeah. and... It's funny because I, I saw someone talking about this when they said, yeah, Republicans, like, they are really fucked because of their voters. They are beholden to their voters. And the Democrats are not. They could do whatever the fuck they want. Biden come out and be like, vote for this guy. They'd be like, fuck you, old man. We'll vote for who we want. <laughs> right? I don't care if you're president. You barely won. <laughs> so right now, it looks like they're going to try to keep um, Patrick McHenry. And he's currently the pro tem. So I didn't... I, learned how this worked. So when you become Speaker of the House under the current rules, um, you put together a secret list of people that if, if for whatever reason you're no longer the Speaker, this mm. there's a list of people that will be pro tem Speaker when you leave. And Patrick McHenry was at the top of the list. So that's why he is now pro tem. He was picked by McCarthy. They're McCarthy trying to as his, as his, what do you call it, as his lone survivor? Yes, he's his lone survivor. Yeah. And actually, I think that's where it came from. It was from um, after 9-11, it was kind of a lone survivor kind of scenario. Okay. <laughs> well, and he's the guy, he was, the, and remember I made fun of him for banging that gavel so much? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize he did that because he was fucking pissed off about the situation because he was a McCarthy guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally a McCarthy guy. I yeah. thought he was just flexing like, yeah, I got the gavel. From <laughs> no, he was just having a full-on tantrum. <laughs> so uh, supposedly the, the Republicans right now are trying to change the rules to give him more power so they can get a few things done. But- the the rules that they have voted in say the only th bill that he can or the only thing he can bring up is um, the the speaker vote. So I don't know how they're planning on doing this, but it's going to get you know more interesting probably, <laughs> or they'll cheat. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, question: I, When Jim Jordan becomes speaker, because we know he's gonna uh, eventually. He's Does got, he put the jacket on or not? Anybody <laughs> got any ideas? Uh, I, I, once. <laughs> I think you'll see him with the jacket more, but I think it'll come off when he knows like he's not on right. camera. Oh, okay. I think he removes the jacket specifically. I mean, it's for comfort, I would imagine. But I think mm. it's also because he wants to, to look like the working man. <laughs> I always assumed that's exactly what it was. What, trying to look look like a, a an everyman? Like, like a down to where, like, I'm getting down to work. I'm rolling up my sleeves here. Yeah, absolutely. That That is absolutely his shtick. And did I see on was it John Oliver's show that that showed that clip of Trump praising no, Jim Jordan's Seth, body? Seth Meyers, but it was I was just <laughs> Seth Meyers. That's what it was. Too. Yeah, yeah, right. Where he was like, he was like, when I first saw Jim Jordan, I was like, what's this guy all about? Why did why doesn't he wear why doesn't he wear a jacket? He well, he must be really proud of his body. 
I was like, <laughs> which, Energy, he's got in a good, the world, good f- I'm all about him being complimentary and body positive. But again, like, could you imagine if Biden paid another man a compliment like that? What would happen on the right? Right. <laughs> They'd go insane. Yeah. Biden's a homo. <laughs> yeah, it would be, it'd be out of control. It would be all about indoctrination and agenda, and they just they just wish this away like it's a another one of the ninety five indictments. <laughs> Got in my head now. I'm picturing like, have you seen Chuck Schumer in short shorts? He's got a great ass. <laughs> it's undeniable. I'm sorry. It's just I was a like, how, how do you show up to a picnic in short shorts? And then I saw his ass. <laughs> I, I would do it too if I had that ass. Wow. Unrelated, did any of you see the interview between Jake Tapper and uh, Congressman Dan Crenshaw? <laughs> Crenshaw? Oh, Crenshaw. Oh, no. I oh, saw the Nancy Mace, Mace one. Which oh, my was God. Chef's kiss. <laughs> to uh, Jake no, Tapper, this, but- <laughs> this one was them being curiously genuine and laughing together. But it was that sad, resigned laugh oh. because he 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 straight up called out Crenshaw. He's talking to him. He's like, he's like, so so you're going to support Jim Jordan, the January sixth insurrectionist. And he he described Jim Jordan the way we describe Jim Jordan on this show. And he goes, well, yeah. But he he focused on that. He goes, and Crenshaw just looks at him and goes. What did you want me to do? <laughs> Two thirds of my of my uh consti- of my what do you call the people you work with? Yeah. Nope, nope, oh, no, 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 people vote for you. The people you work caucus. with, caucus. caucus. Two thirds of my caucus denied the election. I was a man on an island in that situation. If you expect me to hold January sixth against my caucus, there's no one left for me to support. Wow. Of course, I have to support Jim Jordan. And then they both sadly chuckled and went, "Yeah, that's true." Wow. And then he should yeah. have had. Because my only goal here is to keep my job. I don't give a shit about the United States of America. Right. (laughs) I mean, but he does mask it as as that. He's like, right now we're able to do nothing. So if I, you know, push forth this monster who two-thirds of my caucus are this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, well... At least we'll be able to vote on things and do something. I don't I don't know what to do. And him and Tapper were just like, yeah, well, that's sad. <laughs> but no, did someone make fun of Nancy Mace for not being able to read? No. The, oh. <laughs> it was, it, it, oh, go ahead, Jared. You describe <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So it was, it was Tapper interviewing Nancy Mace, and she was talking about Jim Jordan and how she was going to support Jim Jordan. She couldn't possibly oh. <laughs> support Scalise. And this he, sounds familiar. He was questioning her the way Tapper yeah. does. And mm-hmm. she came off with a statement that, you know, there are Democrats that trust Jim Jordan more than, than they do Scalise or McCarthy. And he was like, he yep. stops and he goes, wait. Jim Jordan? And she's like, yes, Jim Jordan. And she starts to continue and she goes on for a bit. And he's like, the Jim Jordan from Ohio. (laughs) And she was like, yes, the Jim Jordan from Ohio. And she continues talking and he's like, name one. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I'm not going to disclose any names. And he's like, no, you got to name one. I don't believe yeah. you. Yeah. I, I can't speak about that off the record. <laughs> what? I love that. Democrats really trust Jim Jordan. Name one. Yeah. Just one. It was just his incredulous face of like, because she kept going on and he had that cocked eyebrow like, what the fuck did you just say to me? No, 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 no. It was glorious. (laughs) Name one of them. (laughs) 
That's how news should be done every yes. time. <laughs> oh, Nancy Mason, the Scarlet Letter. What? <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Did she, did she? I mean, clearly she does not know the reference. She she equated it to downtrodden women. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're an idiot. Yeah. I don't know how Scarlet Letter in your mind equates to voting out former Speaker McCarthy. But boy, you did it. You got on lots of news shows. People know who you are now. Good for you. Just that in is case, true because – go ahead. I was just going to say, just in case there's somebody listening to the podcast who doesn't know the story, the Scarlet Letter, and uh, doesn't want to Google it, the Scarlet hmm. Letter was the letter A in red, and it was for adulteress because she was accused of being an adulteress, and so she had to wear this red A around so that everybody knew. that That's what – Mace was was referencing, even though I don't think she was trying to. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this brings up a lot of things like, it, clearly, Nancy Mace has not read the Scarlet Letter, but has no one on her oh. staff read it? Right. Or had they read it and said, <laughs> no, you should definitely go with that. This will work for you. I mean, just Google it. I mean, but I think, you know, to Ian's point, it was just a, if I go stand in front of a bunch of people with a tight white t-shirt with a Scarlet A written on it, that right. will get me attention. And right. Yes, that yes, it will. Other thing. There is some weird sexual shit going on with her that I can't put my finger on. I heard something about her showing up to the prayer breakfast late and saying it was because she was fucking somebody. No. Or something like that. I could be wrong. And I was like, is she just riding on these big titties? Is that her? Is she doing like a Lauren Boebert type? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I hadn't heard any of that. I don't know that. No. <laughs> yeah, I just hadn't heard it. That sounds new to me. But I, I, I mean, and again, I'm suspiciously OK with it. Uh, hey, listen, you know, whatever you got to do. I mean, yeah. you're in the Republican yeah, Party. I'm, I'm, I mean, she's a she's a grown up. But yeah, that was really. Oh, uh, oh, a confusing <laughs> move. What? All right. Hmm. So, yes, the Rolling Stone covered it. Uh, conservatives are furious that Nancy Mace has premarital sex. The Republican congresswoman caused a firestorm. Oh, shit. I got an ad. Damn it. Go ah. ad. <laughs> caused a firestorm when she mentioned snubbing her fiance to make it to a prayer breakfast on time. Mm. So. Okay, so there's something there. <laughs> there's a yeah. little something there. there yeah, but it's almost nothing. Fox yeah, News actually covered it as well. There's an article that I posted <laughs> in the Discord. So it's it's a th it's a thing. And it, it's just so weird. Like I don't understand how. And I, I'm sorry. I am disappointed and saddened mm. and only a little bit flummoxed that that's a thing. Again, because your brave leader <laughs> has five kids. To three different women, frequents whores and prostitutes regularly, mm. and you're disappointed in Nancy Mace for fucking her fiancé on occasion? What yes. is wrong with you pieces of shit? This, well, this uh, incident clearly had to have been before the Beetlejuice horny show, right? Because they had seen no problem with that. True. I mean, it, it's misogyny and the double standard at its height. Yeah. Christmas. So disappointing. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are a lot longer on time than I had yes. anticipated by this point. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to now ask Jared how, what, what he knew about the Rod of Iron Festival in his neck of the woods. And uh, <laughs> there's an article actually on BucksCountyBeacon.com talking about how dangerous and deranged this MAGA cult is. <laughs> well, okay, so, again, there was a sign outside the road to my house. There was a couple other signs up and down our kind of main dragway, 
But I did not investigate it any further than that because I just assumed it was the same shit as last year, Mm. which was like teaching women how to use guns, teaching kids how to use guns, you know, and there was like weird like military situations where they're like, hey, we're going to teach you how to like take over a police station or whatever. Like, (laughs) did something new happen? (laughs) Now, I will tell you. Again, I just assumed it was all that crazy shit, and, you know, they might have, like, a guest speaker or something like that, like, but what was interesting was that two of the signs got spray-painted over here in big, bright letters that said cult over it. Nice. Mm. And then they just sprayed in all, because it's a big, beautiful white family on the fucking uh, poster. Sure. Or whatever it is, and they put red on all their eyes, and it streamed out. It looked very, very cool, and, of course, a few people threw a fit, like, (laughs) They're the greatest people in the world. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I don't know anything other than that. So a little bit of background. Again, the Rod of Iron Church we've talked about before, but in case you haven't heard on this show, it is in the woods of Greeley, Pennsylvania. Uh, it is uh, the leader of the group was uh, the son of the Unification Church, the Moonies. Um, so what, Sun, what? Sun Yun Moon or something? And yeah, the Sun Yun Moon. Is, is Justin Moon, who shows up every time I go to vote. I'm always standing behind him for some reason. <laughs> so, uh, by, by the way, Greeley is only about 10 miles away from here, and Justin Moon, the leader of the group, lives the next town over from me. We're in the mm. same, uh, we live in the same township. Sure, right. Right on. So they had a festival this October um, celebrating the Second Amendment, celebrating Donald Trump, um, they, it, it, the article actually describes them as a worshiping guns. I don't know that they worship guns, but they do believe yeah. that God gave us guns and that they the have, rod of iron referenced in the Bible is referring to firearms. They have crowns with bullets in them. Yes. No, he does. I thought multiple of them had them. Uh, they wear like paper ones, but he's got a real one. Okay. Yeah. You get, if you go, you get to wear your fake, like a, it's like a Burger King Crown. Oh, Burger King has okay. <laughs> So, like last year, Dana Lesh was there. Lesh, Lesh. I don't know how you pronounce mm-hmm. that name. Uh, Steve Bannon was there. This yes. year, Sebastian Gorka was there. Oh, Sebastian Gorka <laughs> actually opened the festival with an incredible speech that blamed fentanyl deaths on immigrants and claimed that Biden had opened the borders the moment he took office. What? Yeah, I don't. I've heard this from. People I know as well. They say that Biden's just letting the immigrants pour in, completely disregarding the fact that Biden kept Trump's rules in place and has pissed off a lot of liberals because yeah, of, of sending people home. Even added to the wall. Home. Yeah. yeah. He mm-hmm. even added to the wall. Yeah. But in any case, it was a yeah crazy town. That part's hard to swallow, though. Adding to the wall is just, dude, you got to have some dignity. What the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> adding to the wall what the shitting hell is going through your fucking addled old man mind to add to the wall well that's you know the what's stupidest surprised? thing that's ever been invented and then to validate it like that you piece of shit well you know, what shocks dog, me, you, dick. you know what shocks me about him adding to the wall is uh i don't know how you add to a wall that's been finished already i mean <laughs> how do you do that right that's true it seems it seems weird is it in the ocean, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Another another group that was there at the festival that actually had a booth, mm-hmm. the Proud Boys. Oh. oh, yes. I did know that part. They were I, selling I some, uh, yeah. J6 Prisoners of War mugs. Oh. Yeah. Nice. 
Wow. Yeah. And uh, other paraphernalia, apparently. T-shirts. Do you need tickets and... to get to this, or is it open <laughs> to the public? No, I think they charge. Mm. I think they. It's like it's like a uh, like a, a whole weekend event, and mm. you can you know it's like going to a con. Mm. <laughs> Both ways, it's like going to a convention and you're getting conned. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Because for those of you who don't know, J- Justin Moon, who surprisingly started a church where you worship AR-15s or AR-15s are part of the lore, his brother owns a gun store in. Greeley, Pennsylvania, a big one, a gigantic gun store. What are the odds? What are the odds of that happening? I wonder if he mentions that up on the pulpit. If you're looking for a gun and you're going to need a gun, I happen to know somebody that sells them. Use promo code. You got suckered. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it's not that obvious, but I'm sure Mm -hmm. he says that, you know, if you if your faith is strong and you want to empower your family with a divine rod of iron go to moon mm. rod of iron distribution center <laughs> <laughs> so they also brought in a 50 person choir from japan this choir was all during their singing of god bless america and battle hymn of the republic mm-hmm. they were all wearing a red trump 2024 i'll be back hats mm. nice um can schwarzenegger sue I don't know. I was wondering. I, I would think no, or, or no, universal can't. or he does not have license over the phrase. I'll be back. No, that's what I'm saying. Could, could it be? I don't know if it, if it said, was it, did universal put that out or yeah, whoever that was. Yeah, that. I don't know. But yeah, I'm not sure if they have that copywritten. But yeah, that's a that's a terrible, uh, sad slogan. Mm. But more importantly, does this festival have food trucks? <laughs> if so, not mentioned. Uh, I've been meaning to visit Jared. I already ruined the summer. <laughs> Well, and I will tell you this, like, I mean, as batshit crazy as this is, right, this, these two fuckers, the two Moon Brothers, they are not dummies. Because I have a friend who's a local judge around here. She's not anymore. I think she's retiring this year, but she's obviously grooming her replacement. He caters to everybody, like, um, who is Republican-leaning and in a position of power, and really lavishes them. And mm. I was speaking to this judge one day, and she was just gushing to me about how much she's in love with Justin Moon and how his speeches are just so moving, and that when she goes up there to those festivals and stuff like that, all the Korean people, because there's tons of Korean people involved in this as well. Well, it's moon-based, sure. <laughs> right, right, because of the moons. Um, And, like, I don't know if they're brainwashed, or if they're paid, or whatever fucking going on, but they just go up to white people and thank them for helping them out in the Korean War mm. and start crying and get on their knees. And these people eat this shit up. Wow. And I will tell you, anytime there's a demonstration in Milford, right, and we get a lot of them nowadays of gun control shit and stuff like that, in a town full of rednecks and gay people, all white, <laughs> all the all the protesters are Asian <laughs> in this situation, and I assume Korean. Beeping, yelling, waving MAGA shit. And gun rights, and it's all because of them. They are... This shit is scary, man, with these guys. That's all I gotta say. That's that's really well organized. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And again, thank you for pointing that out, Jared. As much as the lore is ridiculous, and the the concepts that surround their, their church are ridiculous, 
never think that guys like this are dummies. No, no. Yeah. They are relying on dummies to be successful, but they know exactly what's going on. They were coached so well by their dad. They were like, he's like, hey, remember what I did? Do it. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> There's always t- room for one more. And I'll tell you, my former boss, who just died this year, really helped facilitate this because he had inroads with the with the governor, um, which might have been I don't know who the governor was pre Wolf, um, uh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, I was I I did, but I've forgotten his name right now. Yeah, he was. I'll get, no, Rendell. This was well after Rendell, but this was a Republican guy. He was just right. Uh, mm. And at the with, time, I thought he was a monster, but I was like, "What the? Who who knew where the future was headed?" <laughs> uh, so when the Moons came here, they went to my boss to, because they wanted to get licenses to open this, this. When I tell you about this gun store, this isn't a rinky dink fucking gun store, right? This it's is like, like a, a Walmart sized fucking gun store. He, Dave, my boss, took just or not Justin, uh, the Bryfen Norton brother's name, to Sean, Sean, to the governor. They worked it all out. I mean, this was planned from the beginning it's crazy hmm. I, I, tom corbett was before wolf yes okay corbett just yes. wanted to look rendell, that up. rendell preceded corbett okay and he got swept away to invent the department of homeland security does that sound familiar to anybody yeah it yes does. but i don't know if that was corbett that was uh no no that was rendell no, rendell got swept really? away to, no, to invent no it wasn't rendell either um oh was it uh, tom ridge Yes, yes, Tom Ridge. Ridge. Yes. That's it. Good old Tom Ridge. Yep. Wow, we did have a series of shitbags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But nowadays would be, you know, fairly moderate shitbags. Oh, bags. they're my heroes now. <laughs> they were just benign, greedy buttholes. Yeah. They had no monstrous agenda other than keep my job and get rich. They didn't have actual secret plans to, you know, kill right. all of the atheists and and the gays and right. the blacks and, right. you know, <laughs> non-Christians. Yeesh. Hey, speaking of which, the end of the festival, uh, Pastor Greg, who is a member of the Rod of Iron Ministries, walked out to the mic, shooed the, the choir away, and told everyone every year they look to me to do something incendiary before the bonfire. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, pulls out a pansexual flag. He discusses the Bible and how God created only a man and a woman, and then handed the flag to a former witch... I don't really understand that very much. But then it, the flag makes it over to Sean, Moon, and his brother Justin. They light the flag on top of the Tower of Wooden Pallets to start the bonfire. Oh, lovely. So these people oh. with all the guns really hate the gays. Yeah. Yeah. That's sadly not uncommon. And the poli- and the political power and mm. the money to deal with it. Mm. Right. By right. the way, all you fucking people who worship Justin Moon... He is living the high life right down the street from me in a very nice big house with expensive cars and just doing great. I thought, they were moving to, I thought they were moving to Texas. No, they bought land out there, but okay. I mean, you know, he needs a, a, a winter home. Oh, sure. You know, okay. winters are pretty bad here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> he's so, got to spread the word. <laughs> so he's a snowbird. Okay. No, I don't know. They're probably just trying to expand. I mean, listen yeah. right. Right. Texas, I mean, for that kind of crazy, Texas is the place. Although I don't know mm. that Texas will appreciate that they're not white. Well, isn't there a big Chinese communities in Texas? Yeah, I'm sure, sure there are, but not enough. Or to... am I getting am I getting this <laughs> right. from King of the Hill? I, I don't no, know. No, <laughs> no. Again, that's not unreasonable. And I, uh, I mean, I, I think at this point, with the size of the 
Latino community, mm. I, I think Texas is pretty comfortable with not white. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of not white in Texas. <laughs> also, we've learned that they will accept anybody as long yeah. as you toe the line till they get what Ex- they want and they'll throw exactly. you off the cliff with Lindsey Graham. Right. They mm. already worship guns in Texas. This is an yeah. easy transition for this cult. Yeah, you're only helping me, and then when I take over, I'll get rid of all you slant-eyed gun worshippers. Yeah. Ooh, that's another. <laughs> that's what they. To... That's what they said, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Grinch is keeping track of yeah, all this. I, I feel like that's that's going to be the title of the episode. <laughs> oh, I didn't see Grinch has been making fun of me. Fuck you, Grinch. Grinch <laughs> been making fun of everybody. <laughs> All right, um, I'm going to hit some of the religious nonsense. I just moved everything around because we're running long on time. Mm. Right on. So I did want to mention in religious nonsense, the organization First Liberty has sued California because California has made it so the um, California Constitution, Article 9, Section 8, prohibits the teaching of religious doctrine in public schools. Mm. So... With all the homeschooling, when the parents try to get uh, try to use their homeschooling funds for buying religious texts, that goes hmm. against Article Nine, Section Eight. So they uh, they can't they can't get they can't do that. Um, the California Education Code requires charter schools to be non-sectarian. So now, because of this, First Liberty is suing the state saying that people should be able to teach their kids how they feel they should be need to be taught and uh you know the government can't uh can't prevent this well the government isn't trying to prevent it the government's just saying you can't use tax dollars to buy religious texts but right that's not uh, that's not the argument so lawsuit engage <laughs> wow sweet let me be the first to say congratulations to first liberty <laughs> when they win this lawsuit <laughs> I hope not, but yeah, you're probably right. Oh my god, they're going to appeal it up to the Supreme Court. Guaranteed, they will win this lawsuit. Let- this has parental rights. This has religious rights. This has everything they love. But it's a state law, though. I don't know how they get it to the federal courts. Well, ask. They are doing <laughs> ask it. Politely. They are doing it by referencing Carson versus Macon. The Supreme Court yes. last year That's it. in Carson versus Macon, uh, the government when the government provides a benefit like parent directed educational funding, it cannot exclude families just because they choose to use that benefit for religious education. Yes. Well, the family's not being excluded; just the particular texts are being excluded. I think it's a pretty. But those basic families argument. want to use religious texts, so you're excluding the family. Hmm. And those families are religious. That's religious discrimination. That's their argument. Interesting. We'll have to follow up on this one. It's going to be a long time, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. But. No. It'll be less than a year. You think? Making things worse is instantaneous. <laughs> that is Fixing true. Things that is absolutely centuries. true. It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah. And again, I want to be hopeful and I don't want to seem snide, but we don't need to follow up on this. Mm. They've already won the case. <laughs> um, another story under religious nonsense. And I'm going to I'm going to quote a little bit from uh, Center for <laughs> Inquiry, the, the morning heresy, because I love the way he put it. Um, he said, I never heard of anyone who like who saw the movie Footloose and came away with the notion that John Lithgow's character was the hero. Was the hero? 
Yes. <laughs> a principal in a Louisiana high school uh, called a girl into his office over a video that she had made dancing at a party after homecoming. <sighs> Shock. So, so this girl was dancing at a party. This got spread on the internet, mainly within the high school. Eventually, somehow, sure. the principal saw the video of this girl dancing and said, nope. Not only did he reprimand her in, in his office, but he, he referenced, he said that he took offense to the student's ungodly dancing. He, did he, he, ungodly? He, yep. His pee pee I want to see this dance. I want to see this dance. <laughs> <laughs> his pee pee moved. Nice. That's what happened. Um, he revoked the high school's endorsement of a scholarship for her, stripped her of the title with the Student Government Association. Told her that she should be ashamed of herself, that they were concerned about her afterlife, and that she wasn't following God's ideals. So, see, this is Ray's positive follow-up. <laughs> Unlike the last story, this principal is going to get sued, mm. removed by the superintendent, and lose his job over this. Now, he actually is on a leave of absence. Boom! Paid? He took and if any... And if anything, he's probably catapulted this girl into super popularity yeah. on TikTok or whatever the hell she's going to do. So Yeah, possibly after she was done, you know, bawling her eyes out for days on end because... Right, but then people are going to be like, just like me, be like, well, come on, girl, shake it, man. Let's see that dance. <laughs> she's going to get millions of fucking followers and she'll be like, let me show you my ungodly moves. <laughs> Full scholarship. Yeah, this man should be not in education. He should be nowhere near children. We're worried about your afterlife. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. And this is a public high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, wow. why is that? How is it? Shouldn't the response just be, I don't believe in whatever you're fucking believing in, so fuck you. <laughs> I don't have to. You can't do this because of your religion. Oops. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I hope this girl makes a f millions of dollars a year on OnlyFans. Like, just to <laughs> stick it to this fucking guy. Please don't tell me she's like 12 or something. Um, like, oh, oh, I have. No, I she's don't about to graduate, she so. Okay. okay. She's, so she's almost, she's almost going to be of age, so. Almost. I, I would rather that she actually, you know, becomes a, a congressperson and changes the law so that people like that never get to be in public schools. Mm, <laughs> hey, you know what, As Karen, opposed to OnlyFans. I, <laughs> I hope she does both. <laughs> sure. Because you can do both, in my opinion. Yeah, sure. You can be a congresswoman and have an OnlyFans where you get millions of dollars. I mean, it's a I, bad example, but Lauren Boebert, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I just, do you guys know who Tim Pool is? Mm, I don't know. Uh, he's uh, one of those, like, Ben Shapiro talking head type guys. And he's got a real stick up his ass about, by the way, he's like 38. Um, but he's got a stick up his ass about OnlyFans. And how women are making a lot of money on it. And he's very worried that all the women are going to leave the workforce when they find out that they can be sexualized by men. Like, they didn't know this already. <laughs> and uh, that doesn't happen in the workforce. <laughs> yes, and he's very worried. He's very worried about feminists and what's going to happen to them. Because some woman makes, like, some woman made, like, $60 million on fucking, yeah, there's Tim. <laughs> he's always wearing that little beanie. <laughs> By the way, local psychopath told me I should listen to him. So nice. <laughs> I to yeah, get I love truth. that that someone like him claims or or says that he he, he believes that yeah, once this big secret comes out, 
a hundred percent of the women are gonna <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys and your weird absolutes. You're totally just upfront untruths. It's just it's See, overwhelming at times. Kara, to put a pin in this, you should have said I'm quitting the show right now. <laughs> right? Because I heard that I can make millions of dollars being sexualized. I really enjoyed I'm gonna keep it on task slack combo derail at the same time. Mm. How because I did I didn't share this yet because we were all kind of going in order. Our imagining of the results of this footloose in real life <laughs> moving forward were so emblematic of who each and every one of us are. Because <laughs> in my mind, I'm imagining that this guy, like Jared, Jared you know, went with the, the OnlyFans and Karen's like, nope, I want her to make the world better. And in my mind, man, I'm like, this guy's going to go home and he's going to have a little barbecue next summer, but he's going to take too much of a deep breath and he's going to get dizzy on the flames and he's going to fall into his fire pit and he's going to get badly burned <laughs> and he's going to lose it and he's going to become a homeless drifter and he's going to die in like 10 years horribly scarred in a gutter. So I'm like fantasizing about this dude's death. And it was just, it was so much like cornerstones of who I feel like Jared and, and Karen and I are. <laughs> and I will say... All three things can happen as far as... All three things could happen. We could all live our dreams simultaneously. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Now, the the only question I have is, Ray, is when you brought this up, is there people supporting him? Is that why you said that people were rooting for the the John Lithgow character in... (laughs) No, apparently the principal is the only person who roots for John Lithgow. Yeah, I, think, I think that okay. was the okay. Um, okay. I imagine okay. he's probably getting some support, but the majority of the feedback has been negative toward him. Yeah, so, he took a voluntary leave of absence. Yeah. He, he, he knows how bad he's fucked up, and he's hoping that if he stays uh, on vacation long enough, people will just, it'll just blow over. Okay. But uh, this girl or this woman is going to make sure that that does not happen. She will continue to you know, hold on to the spotlight and say when he comes back after, you know, his six weeks and he'll be like, okay, well, let's get back to it. And they'll be like, oh, 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 no, 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 no. You don't think we forgot already. And they're going to, you know, they're going to blow up the PTO meetings and they're going to involve the school board and the superintendent. And, and it's going to end with this man losing his job. Yeah, I, ser- I seriously hope that's the case. Yeah. I, I only Where asked that question again, Ray, that'll help me. Louisiana. Mm. Oh, never mind. She's boned. <laughs> I thought this was a state with people in it. Sorry. That that's Duck Dynasty country. Yeah, yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. I <sighs> hope she becomes a congresswoman and makes some change. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Wait, I guess I guess in depend in Louisiana kind of depends. Is it out in the country Louisiana or in a city Louisiana? I it's don't know where the school is. Yeah. Yeah. Not it's a lot. all the same. <laughs> It's been gerrymandered to the point that I don't care who lives in New Orleans. They're all drunk anyway. (laughs) They're not that involved in politics. No, I don't know anything about New Orleans. It seems nice. You've been there. They seem nice, right? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm sure that they are district in a way that they create that even though like 40% of the state's population is in that one city, I'm sure they they managed to muster up one person, (laughs) one vote, one district. God, politics so broken. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yep. All right. Uh, transitioning on to some medical news. 
Consumer Health Digest, a brand new issue came out. Um, Again, this is something that the Center for Inquiry puts out that uh, it's on quackwatch.org. I think it's a very, very good source of of medical information. One story in there that I wanted to mention, the California Medical Board has revoked a doctor's medical license. In this case, it was due to their holistic use of medicines. Um, This goes, the list goes on and on, but I'm just going to hit a few. The website for this uh, doctor's office lists therapeutic solutions at the clinic including the use of ozone, ultraviolet and oxidation therapies, ozone dialysis. I don't even want to know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds delicious. Uh, Prolozone joint and soft tissue therapy. It's uh, (laughs) localized ozone injections. That Uh, sounds dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Platelet-rich plasma therapy, which platelet-rich plasma has its use, but apparently Mm. not the way that they used it. Uh, hidden dental infections slash disturbances affecting medical health. They they so they did dental work here too. Oh. Uh, yeah, ocean four therapy. I don't even know what a lot of this is. It's just words that references things that aren't actually <laughs> medical. They're just making stuff up. Pulsating electromagnetic fields. Oh, I love when they do that on Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and also just to be inclusive, homeopathic medications. Two sure. words that should never be used together. <laughs> um, so in any case, they have revoked his medical licenses because, as it turns out, he wasn't practicing medicine. And they were sentenced to prison. Was huh. Oh, good. He was? Oh, that's different ones. Oh, sorry, that was the yeah. MMS people from last week. Okay. Yes, there's also I, in this article a follow-up on the MMS, yep. and it gives all the details in that, but we talked about that last week, so I wasn't... Yep. Right. But I like okay. this. The, the the Quack Watch is interesting because the Consumer Health Digest give you like updates on what's going on in the medical field. And and nice. it's all kind of from a secular humanist kind of point of view. So, well, Or just from a science point of view. Yeah, it's pretty much the same when it comes to medicine. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I am. So I'm going to use this to, to tell you a little story that's related. I, like a weirdo, still watch live television. Mm. And live television has commercials. The amount of things that you can get away with, thanks to fine print, Mm. is staggering. The amount of commercials that I see for these shit products like Eucora and Nutrafol, Mm. and they have a full 30-second ad telling me about how it's going to regrow my hair and increase my vitality and oh no I get tons of yeast infections but now I invented Eucora and that will prevent them meanwhile at the bottom of the screen in very hard to read font and color it says none of these claims have been evaluated by any organization none of this stuff is true this is all lies please use this at your own risk I was like that is not enough Mm. to excuse the claims these people are making. This is so wildly irresponsible. It makes me just medium frustrated. (laughs) If I had, if I had to take a guess, I would, and I could put money on it. I bet you could blame Ronald Reagan for that. Oh, was he the same guy that said it's okay to advertise medication? I, I don't know, but like whenever I hear something that's like really fucked up in the United States that they don't do in other countries, like, you know, like, you can make a commercial with absolute false claims as long as at the end of the commercial, in small print, you say none of it's true. Like, the fact that yeah. kids can get advertised to in this country as opposed to other 
countries, like, with cereals and toys and the fact that we all grew up in the 80s and they, like, that's all Reagan. So I just assume this has something to do with Reagan. Like I won't did. be that surprised now that you have referenced that. Yeah. I'll be honest, I miss that. <laughs> but I don't know if it's nostalgia or quality, because I doubt I, any of it holds up. But I loved watching 30-minute commercials. Oh, co- I'll Disguised as cartoons. <laughs> yeah, man, I would never take that away. Like, I, as bad as that was... Yeah. Oh man, was it fucking awesome! <laughs> it was being a kid. Like, I mean, I feel bad for the parent that had to supply the children with the toys. Yeah, that had to buy me a different kind of you Ninja know? Turtle every time they introduced a new character. My parents hated that. <laughs> or the fact they that they like, gave the in. Transformers is it. like, hey, we have all these Transformers, and all the kids bought them. Kill them all. We'll make a movie and bring in a whole new slot of ones they have to buy. And I was like, well, I can throw all these in the fucking garbage. They're all dead, mom. I need new ones. <laughs> I, I mean, it's 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 a timeless marketing approach. I mean, the slogan for Pokemon is "Go buy them all." <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, very nice. That is true. And the answer is 1983 was when uh, the Food and Drug Administration allowed direct to consumer product claim advertisements. Nice work, Jared. Yeah. Yeah. What do you know? Ha! Ruined everything. <laughs> Seriously, if only John Hinckley Jr. had been a better shot. Mm. Reagan did ruin a whole bunch of These stuff. These claims are Ian's only and not responsible. <laughs> no one on this show is responsible for that. Well, that's true. But Reagan, I, I, we, we could do a whole episode on on how Reagan fucked shit up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so- I do. Re- I do remember because you know Hinckley's out, right? Like he's like out and about as far as I know. Yeah. And I believe when Trump got voted in. Someone uh, tweeted him, and they gave him the the Winter Soldier code. They're like, "Sorry, I have to do this, John." And they put the fucking code out the you know the homecoming freight card thing that, that activates them. Uh, that's awesome. That's so funny that so many things got weird. Who would have thought? That if you elect a completely unqualified actor to run the country, things got ridiculously yeah. bad. We should try that again to see how it goes. Oh, wait. <laughs> and I, I think it's in one of Michael Moore's documentaries where they show Ronald Reagan, like, the moment he did this where he, like, he's like, it's time to unleash the bull and whatever he did. And some guy from some bank leans over to Reagan and they call it up Mike. He's like, come on, wrap it up. <laughs> and he's like, who tells the president of the United States to fucking wrap it up? <laughs> <laughs> And it's just proving that that Reagan was being controlled the whole time. And just for the record, Hinckley was unconditionally released in June 15th in 2020. Asbestos Records has announced that they're planning to release some of his songs on vinyl. Yeah! Oh, <clears throat> oh it was actually released in July of this year. Yep. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. I'm going to YouTube that after the show. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Joshua says Zelensky's doing okay. True. Yeah, but that poor bastard got forged in fire. Yeah, this is true. Mm. That'll make a leader out of anybody. Yeah. Not to say that he wasn't entertaining and that he's not a potentially fantastic president, because clearly he is doing everything he can to support his country. Yeah. I just, again, if if a dum-dum like Reagan had to go through that, I feel like he would have been a legendary president. Yeah, but what yeah, he, if like t- someone like Ted Cruz was in that position? He wouldn't be legendary. <laughs> I wouldn't say anybody. That's my point. I wouldn't say I, anybody. <laughs> he Ted has Cruz would have went to Mexico. <laughs> right. No, Ted Cruz has either, I don't know, from what I've been hearing and, you know, heard in various interviews, 
is Ted Cruz, no real surprise, is a very accomplished and intelligent man. Yeah. Most of Ted Cruz, the the senator, is an act, more or less. I mean, he's not, a, you know, a, a, a progressive dude or a kind dude or a good person that wouldn't throw his family under mm-hmm. the bus to buy him an inch of credibility. I'm not saying any of that, but I think if it were... Uh, what he's in, what Zelensky, if it were a literal life and death situation where his decisions would shape the future of how his family was going to, you know, be alive, uh, he would, he would, he would come out on top. I think he is, you know, he, he was very successful in school. He is a very smart and successful mm. lawyer. I think he could set aside his uh, public shame fetish that he seems to enjoy and, and really, uh, yeah, I'd never vote for him. I'd never support him. But I, I think that a a situation like this could shape him into. I I, I don't uh, I don't agree. I think under the pressure he would crack. He would uh, do whatever he could for himself and to to keep his people safe. But I don't think he would be like if he if he were president of a country that came under just no. I mean in the in America maybe. Because you could have advisors around you that can tell you the best way to to go. I mean, I'm sure they they right. do in Ukraine as well, but I don't know. I don't think he has the backbone to do what Zelensky has done. I have mm. I have a, a kind of a counterpoint to this. It's and it's a bit of a stretch, but Rudy Giuliani forged in fire nine eleven. He yeah he fell apart in due to what appears to be alcohol induced dementia and you know years of 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 unchecked mental health, but. During that time, mm. it turned him into a competent leader. Sure. I I do not equate that at all. No Tell way. Tell me more. Because, oh, I mean, it's not like, uh, I mean, what what it, what did uh, Rudy Giuliani actually do? Well, I will say this. It wasn't an ongoing thing. It was mm, Right. It, was it happened and it was over. And, it was you the know, year of hell. And, yeah. And, you know, like, I mean, yes, the city did not... Uh, fall into fucking chaos, but mm. right, you know, I, I don't know what the, how much he had to do with that, other than you know he walked around and pointed at things, and then EMS and firefighters and police did all the fucking work, and it's not like he actually directed them, right? To I, do again, anything. that's true for any leader or yeah. any CEO and who gets all sorts of credit for literally right. doing nothing, but I mean he had he he had he successfully mayored whatever that entails, <laughs> whether it's you know, keeping people calm or keeping people inspired or giving some speeches or encouraging people to support the first responders and support the victims and, you know, act in a calm, unified way. Uh, he did that. He did. He did that. Right. And he did it well. Fair enough. He did it for two months. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I got, I got to say, before all that alcoholism and all shit and uh, fell apart, remember he tried to run for president and couldn't even, he couldn't even pull that fucking shit together. No, no, no absolutely. So, and it was very brief, but yeah. that particular trauma forced him to be a better version of, of Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, I guess so. And I think that is true of most I'll, people. I'll hmm. give you that. But I will tell you, man, if Ukraine makes it out of this in fucking one piece... That man mm. is going to have statues, schools, money, sure. fucking yes. everything. They're going to have a and fucking again, holiday for him. I hope not. That highlights that highlights the the extreme 
like arc of 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 a of a person's path in life. He went from pretending to play a piano with his dick to saving the entire country. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's and it, it kills me because we're never going to get that here. No, we'll never get something. Not like with our that. current political system. Never going to happen. No. That and that's the question I used to always ask. I think at the beginning of the show when. We talk about like Lindsey Graham or <laughs> Paul Ryan and the things that they would do. I'm like, what are you doing? No one's going to remember you for anything good. Like, so I guess it's just the money. I don't know. What do you want? Well, I mean, <laughs> look at the at the the trail of carnage behind Trump. I mean, they don't even have money. They've got zero dollars, right. zero credibility. It's, it's, it's the it's the it's the taste of fame, mm. and it's the power at the time. Yeah, but people- even the smallest amount of power surges through certain people and they can't con- think about a few stories ago the fucking footloose principle mm. someone foolishly made him a principal and he is so high on the little <laughs> bit of power he has over these children he just can't help himself but just squeeze them just twist them because it just feels so good to have control over other humans mm. Mm. Also, I oh, think it's, it's worth the sweetest noting nectar there is I think it's worth <laughs> noting that people are building statues to Trump and just, yeah you know like that like I get his angle. Like he will be immortalized in some homes. Oh like, sure, but not in a town square anywhere. Well, maybe Louisiana, maybe. Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there could be a place <laughs> next to the Robert E. Lee statue. Yeah. Ooh. I just well, can't wait. Could, yeah, in 150. Because, go ahead, Jared. I was going to say no, no, in 150 years where students are protesting a Trump statue and they're pulling it down. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Just throw up a Trump statue where they uh where they bombed uh. What, Georgia Stonehenge? Mm, there you go. <laughs> People like to blow up that monument. They Put do. it there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to uh, start into the final stories. Uh, these are all related. Uh, starts off again with a quote from... Rapid fire, Ray, rapid fire. <laughs> uh, from the Center for Inquiry, fake news season is upon us. One reason so many people believe in all this nonsense is because news editors keep feeding them to it to every, mm. everybody like it's real news. In Galveston, Texas, K-H-O-U, there's a story about feuding ghost hunters. The local ghost hunters have copyrights on their stories. They take tours into the most haunted places in Galveston and uh, tell you all the stories around it. And they are complaining because national ghost hunters are coming in and taking their business. The, the National Ghost Hunters, though, um, change the stories just enough so that they can't be sued. And uh, the Galveston Ghost Hunters are like, yeah, we can't sue them because the stories are slightly different. And I can't believe that they're feeding that bullshit to all the, the, the citizens in Galveston. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oi, uh, moving over to the Austin American Statesman. They report Texas... Ranked the most haunted state in America. The source for this? A study conducted by an online sports betting website. Hmm. <laughs> what? Well, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I guess my only, my only, uh, the only dispute I would offer to this is that, um, that can't be true because Texas compared to some of the states along the East Coast is relatively new, and everybody knows the older you've been around, the more ghosts you collect. (laughs) 
So, I mean, unless they're talking about area, because Texas is such a large state, so collectively they have more ghosts than any other state, so it's uh, percentage-wise more haunted, perhaps, the, the, but it seems the unlikely. The ghost hunter people in Galveston say that Galveston's the most haunted city. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's a claim that's hard to disprove. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> it's completely false. Right. right. <laughs> um, and yet... Right, and yet for people, it's completely true. Right. Like, for me, this next one is completely true. <laughs> CBS News in Pittsburgh has told viewers that Gettysburg has been named one of the most spookiest states in the United States. Or, one of the most spookiest in the United States, Gettysburg, in research conducted by a company that sells home monitoring systems. Sweet. Well, I mean, what? there was a big war there, so, you know. I've been there. It's super spooky. Mm. My friend and I snuck onto the battlefield after hours, and it was absolutely terrifying. And afterwards, we were arrested by Officer Dick Pierce. It was one of the best <laughs> nights wow. of my life. That's amazing. It was fantastic. Now, why was it? Oh, so you were there at night? Yes. Yeah, like, okay. we came, like, everything was closed, and we said, ha, the rules don't apply to us. <laughs> Let's go find some ghosts. Were you and I was because, terrified. Like, were you terrified because, like, the gravity of like you said you were like you know how many people have died where we're standing yeah mm. okay absolutely there was so and i was all you know i was already doing something illegal it was already at night it was somewhere i'd never been before it was somewhere that had all this history so i was hyped up i heard a million different sounds saw a million different lights and objects and things i was so ah uh, i've never believed so hard in ghosts <laughs> and we split the fine so it was a okay right. so new york post has a story detailing the, a family's fight to stay in their home following a series of paranormal events that, helpfully, has been captured on camera to be shared on the family's ghost-themed TikTok account. <laughs> what luck! <laughs> uh -huh. It's like opening uh. a church that worships gun when your brother owns a gun store. <laughs> Luckily for them, uh, there's also a story out of the UK about having a history of hauntings could add thousands of dollars to your property value, according to research conducted by a local realtor. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do that, Jared? Do you ever, uh, you know, up the, the value of a home because it's haunted? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it works all the time. <laughs> do you ever have to tell people that you're a realtor and you don't have anything to do with the value of the home? Check with the appraiser, please. <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy ask me one time if the people selling the house would be interested in a trade. <laughs> Wait, trade tell trading, me more. Trading his shit house for their shit house. Oh. Uh, Has that ever happened or worked? No. <laughs> oh, okay. No, not at all. I've heard of it once. It was up here in my area. I mean, how does the real estate agent get a percentage of a trade anyway? I mean, why would you be involved I don't in that? I don't, I don't know that they did. I think these two people that I know just did a trade. Well, that's fine. That's different. This yeah. guy's like, I'm looking to buy a house, but I have no money so I could trade my house. <laughs> yep. Yep. This was a scenario where this guy is like, I have a, not quite a mansion, but a really impressive estate. <laughs> And the other guy was like, well, I own a funeral home. And the guy said, how about you give me the funeral home and I give you my impressive estate? And they went, okay. All right. Mm. Go pay some taxes and, and be done. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to have stories in the next couple of weeks about, uh, you know, ghost stories or, or the what things like this for, for Halloween. But um, 
I, I do mention it because I always thought that stories like this on the news were just fun and, you know, whatever mm. it was. But, right. you know, it actually does give credence to the ghost stories. It, it gives it a level of seriousness that the news, even a local news station, right. is, is propagating the story. Right. Even 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 if it's, you know, framed in a human interest. Hey, it's it's Halloween. It's spooky season. Here's another fun Halloween story with a haunted house increasing property values. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It impacts me. That's that's why I think I have got to be like the most superstitious atheist I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> well, my atheist parents tell uh, stories about the, you know, when my brother and I, as babies, used to talk to the person that, that was sitting in the corner, just babbling baby talk at, at the corner. That's that is super common. Yeah, yeah, it is. I've I have so many children talk to ghosts, but so I don't know. I don't think that adds any validity to the claims no. that ghosts um, exist. No, they probably do yeah, not. Children Some kind have of weird child psychology as well. Right. True. Absolutely. All right. That's all I've got. Uh, you guys have anything else? <sighs> it's a marathon. We made it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds like a no. Yeah, we're all good. Thank you. All right. I want to start off closing up by uh, thanking our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could be here tonight. I think we lost a couple along the way. I'm sorry I didn't didn't write down your names. Uh, But with us, uh, Grinch... Judy was here briefly. Okay. She left. Everyone else is still here. Grinch McScrooge, Hesden Gixon, Hypatia, and Mr. Joshua. And Mr. Joshua, is that a reference to Lethal Weapon? In any case, um, if you enjoy this podcast, there are several ways you can support it. Uh, you can support it by joining us on our Patreon page. Uh, that'll support us directly and allow you to uh, chat with us as we record. You could also share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us on iTunes. Uh, if you want to contact us any other way, you can do so on the Facebook page or at ProfaneArg on Twitter. And I'm not changing that. It's still Twitter. Um <laughs> Nice. That's also, fair. please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. You can find all the podcasts at soon-to-be-named-network.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. Bye.